0: Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You, podcast with your hosts Ashley Gowans and Jackie Hendricks. Are you tired of feeling like you're losing control? We will use our knowledge and our experience to help you gain confidence in your ability to create a secure financial future and live the life that you desire. Good morning and welcome to Your Money, Your Life. Controlled by you podcast with your host, Ashley Goins, and me, Jackie Hendricks. Today, we're going to be talking about budgeting. I know a lot of people consider that a kind of taboo subject, they rather shy away from it. They find it difficult, they find it annoying. <laughs> but truly, stay with us today and learn about how budgeting can really help you and your family reach your financial goals. Ashley Jackie
1: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Jackie, when we look at budgeting, a lot of people think that, you know, it is just it's a fad, it's one of those things that they don't want to be controlled by their budget. So what are some other myths and misconceptions that you hear about budgeting? Well, one of the
0: myths I hear a lot from people is I make too much money or I don't make enough money. And either way, successful people tend to budget. They tend to keep track of the money. They keep track of their finances. It doesn't hurt them. Actually, it helps them in the long run because they're able to plan for shortcomings or make modifications when needed. What about you? Have you heard some myths yourself?
1: Absolutely. You know, a lot of people think that they can do their budget in their mind, Um, which we have some strong-minded people in this world, but I am one, the tail is in what's in front of me. You know, you can tell me, Jackie, that you do your budget in your mind, but can you show me how your budget works?
0: Probably not. Not in my mind. And a lot of people... They think they got a good memory for things, but again, if I asked you what we did last Tuesday at 10 a.m., could you actually tell me? Nope. (laughs) So even though we do have good memories and we do tend to keep track of things, it's the finer details that we need to keep track of in budgeting. And some of those things and myths are, well, I'm, I'm not mathematically inclined. Uh, It takes too much thought. It hurts my head. You know, it's boring. What other ones have you heard? Well, of
1: course, you know, we all hear the, well, I've already tried that, but I failed. So a budget just doesn't work for me. Well, my question is, why doesn't a budget work for you? That means that you don't have the right budget in place because as we know life happens so when we look at a budget we have to look at the fluidity of it and i know you have more details on what exactly that
0: means yeah and it's a budget is not set in concrete it is a process that goes over time what you're doing is trying to keep track of your financial your finances and your financial house keeping that in order. The biggest problem most people have is they don't plan and therefore they end up planning to fail so to speak. That they're not making contingency plans for the what ifs or if something does happen, they don't have a backup plan that they can fall on other than their credit cards, which isn't is another subject we'll go over later. But People need to plan, and the simplest things is to go back and look at what you've already done. Last three to six months of your bills, your expenses, where you spent your money, and be very honest with yourself and figure out, hey, I've been spending a lot of money over at the convenience store getting snacks when I could have possibly been made the snacks at home or made my lunches at home. Look for ways that you can start saving money and be frugal with your money. Do you have any other suggestions on that? Well, another thing, Jackie, is when you're looking at a budget,
1: it's not going to change your financial situation immediately Just like people that set that New Year's resolution for, oh, I'm going to do a diet and they want the results right then and there. Well, it's a process. And in that process, like you just said, look at your expenditures for the last three to six months. And in my opinion, the best way to do that is to grab the last three to six months of your bank statements, grab a few different highlighters, Go through, highlight your um your deposits and say green because money is green, your fixed expenses in pink. So that's like your your um your mortgage, your light bill, your car payment if you have something like that, and then your wants in a different color. And then even if you want to take it a step further and you look at the paying yourself first, which I want you to cover what that entails you can do that in a completely separate color so Jackie can you tell them what I mean when I say
0: pay yourself first how do you do that well it's it's a fun way of looking at it you can take whatever budgeting style you have but you take a portion of your money and you set it aside just for you and your long-term goals and Then you fill in the rest because what ends up happening is most people look at a budget and say, well, I've got the house payment, I've got the car payment, I've got the internet, the phone, you know, the babysitter, the dog care, all these other bills. And they try to fit all that in first, speaking of which the dogs and (laughs) what ends up happening when you get it all summed in total, you don't have any money left for you. So you take that money off the top, you put it in a separate account, you you can have it auto-draft so that you do not even see that money, and then you work with whatever's left over. This is a great way of starting that safety net, starting that emergency fund, starting to pay yourself first.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. You know, that's a big part of the the budget not controlling you because you are paying yourself first. And a lot of people fail to do that. And that's what causes them to fail at doing a budget. You know, um, when we look at other things, as we've, we've discussed before, another fixed expense is if you have a certain prescription that you have to take due to a medical condition, that is a fixed expense. Correct. So you've got to make sure that you're, you're implementing the steps that we're telling you, whether you're using um, the 50-30-20 rule, whether you're using an app on your phone, or if you're using the old school way that you have a ledger in front of you, you've got to still be able to implement the steps and realize that life sometimes smacks us in the face. So you have to be able to adjust for those changes. And I honestly think, Jackie, that that's where a, peop- a lot of people don't realize that a budget, like you said, is not set in concrete. It's something that you can change
0: as you go along. Right. But that's also keeping in mind, you do have fixed things that are going to come every month or every two weeks, depending on your pay schedule. and. It's a matter of preparing in advance for whatever might come. And, you know, whether it's an emergency fund, part of something that you need to also consider is creating a plan of action to get out of debt. Whether it's your student loan, your credit cards, or what, you put that in as part of your plan. And you keep working at it systematically. Now, granted, there are going to be times when you plan to budget and something comes out of the blue. You ran over something and blew out two of your tires. You're going to have to get new tires. Rather than putting them on a credit card, using that as your backup, have an emergency fund, have a minimum amount within that fund so that if you go below that threshold, you have to work on getting it back up so that when another emergency or an unforeseen something happens, then you've got the money there to be able to take care of it. But you have to be consistent. You have to look at your budget constantly. I would say at least on a weekly basis, some people say on a daily basis. But right now in the United States, more than, well, depending on what research you look at, it's between, 60 to 75% of households in America live paycheck to paycheck. Creating a budget is going to help get you out of that vicious cycle. Do you have any other hints for people? We need to have a strong understanding of
1: the, the basic steps. And in my opinion, the first step to that is You've got to have a mindset change. Absolutely. Because if you go in, oh, I'm just going to try this, you know, I'm going to see if I can do it. If I can't do it, oh, well. Well, you've already put it in your mind at that point that you're going to fail. So when you fail, it's not that big of a deal. But if you really want to change your financial situation, you have to make it work. And you have to go through the steps to make it work. And, you know, just like you said, that a, a lot of America has is living paycheck to paycheck. Right. It has become a standard that that's okay. And it should not be that way because we're not teaching budgeting the correct way. Correct. There's not a cookie cutter budget out there. My budget's not the same as yours. Right. And it's not one size fits all. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that I might be running on a 50, 30, 20,
0: but you might be running on a 70, 20, 10. Correct. And these are all just budgeting methods of how to divvy out your money for your expenditures and your bills. And we'll be going more into that in our next episode. But, you know, it's a matter of taking charge. Like you said, it's a mindset. And most people, because we were not trained properly, not taught how to budget, how to take care of our finances, when that is something very fundamental for everyone. You know, there's nothing worse than when you're planning on doing something. And let's say you're living, you know, on that shoestring and just kind of keeping things in your brain, but you forgot, oh, I had to buy those tires. That means I don't get to go on this trip that I wanted to go on. That hurts you more in the long run than sitting down on a weekly basis and looking at your finances and seeing where you are. The nice thing about a budget is you can take corrective actions. Okay, I'm spending too much here in entertainment. What do I need to do to cut down on that? Because I need to pay more on those tires. So you you really have to look at it. You have to be honest and upfront with yourself. You can't cheat either because all you're doing is hurting yourself in the long run. So the first thing you need to do is create, create a budget and be realistic about it. The second thing you need to do, like we said, was look at your expenditures. Take your income and your expenditures and see how everything lays out. Now, a lot of times when you're just first looking at it, it's going to look off kilter, out of balance. But in the red a lot. <laughs> yes. Don't freak out because that's the worst thing you can do is turn a blind eye to it because all that ends up doing is compounding and making things a lot worse. Yep. And, you know, I want to back up just a second because you talked about an
1: emergency fund. Yep. What is the good place to be when you look at an emergency fund? How much of an emergency
0: fund should you have? Well, most people say between three and six months and six months is probably the golden place to be, the ideal place. But Honestly, when we're living paycheck to paycheck, that just seems so extreme and out of grasp. It's going to be hard to do. But what you do is take a small portion of your money and start setting it aside. And you do not touch that money for pizza or going to the movies or, oh, there was a really cool piece of jewelry I just saw. Uh, You keep that in reserve and don't touch that unless it's an absolute emergency for necessities. So what
1: you're saying is we don't have to be rich to have an emergency fund.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. And right, you know, if you're really living on a shoestring, do $10 a paycheck. That's $40 a month, you know. Do what's going to work for you, but don't touch it. Don't look at it and say, "Oh, now I got all this money; I can go spend it on such and such." You want to, you know, be very um, strategic in where you are spending your money. So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to really look at where you've been spending your money because we tend to blow a lot of money and not even realize it. By being honest with yourself and looking at let's just look at the fun stuff we like to do we like to go to movies we like to maybe go out to dinner with friends and have drinks and do all kinds of things you know whether it's ATVing or whatever boating fishing you have to pay for gas you what you need to do is just say okay rather than going out every weekend I'm only going to do it once a month. And look at that as a treat for yourself. It's not a matter of depriving yourself of things. It's helping you in the long run to get the things you really want for your short-term and your long-term goals. That's a a key
1: point to actually bring out is when, when you're setting a budget, we want to have those goals along the way, right? Right. But we want to have, short-term goals that we can accomplish while we're working to get to those long-term goals because we don't want the goals to seem so far out of reach and we're not accomplishing anything to get there right and then the other thing is when when you get a bill paid off no matter if it's a car payment whether it's student loans or anything of that sort don't use that as extra money use it as going towards another bill to get that bill paid off faster or use a little bit, not all of it as a treat. Like you said earlier, once a month, not every month, but once a month.
0: But in, you know, the thing too, it's like setting goals. You need to write these things down. What do I want to accomplish here? Do I want to save up enough for a down payment on a house? Or to buy a new car. I had a really good friend who never, ever did a loan on her cars. She always paid cash because she was a savvy saver. And it went a long way. She taught us a lot. But, you know, it's taking those things, whether it's, you know, I got to buy school books. School books are rather expensive.
1: That so they you are.
0: start budgeting for them. Not all of us, um, you know, a lot of us are paying for these things out of our own pocket, and we've got to make sure we're able to do the things we want, really want to do for the betterment of our lives and our family at a later date. And it's creating that financial foundation that we all need that keeps us safe and secure as we move on through life. Now, that is one thing you brought up is situations change. All right. I got a new job. I got more money. I'm getting $20,000 more um, a year. Well, don't take that and just say, oh, now I got that money to spend. Work it into your budget. Exactly. You know, if you want to go on vacations or if like I have a friend that loves going to concerts. So she has particular artists that she loves to listen to. She puts that in her budget because that's important to her. The key thing here is when you're doing a budget, you got to make it important to you. I can tell you, Ashley can tell you all day long how important this is, but until you really have that mindset change and put it in your heart, it's not going to make a bit of difference. You know, I can tell you all the strategies and give you all the tools, but if you don't use them, they're not going to help
1: you. And that's another thing that you brought up. You know, you were talking about if you get a, a pay raise, 20000 more a, a year. Well, just like we talked about a few minutes ago, having that emergency fund, three to six months of your income should be in there. Now you need to start building that emergency fund up even a little bit more because now you've got more income coming in. And now you're going to see that difference start to play in to where the emergency fund you had before is
0: not necessarily what you need now. Very true. Very true. That's a really good point because people tend to forget that you have to look at the whole picture and then break it down into its smaller parts, whether it's monthly, weekly, where do you want to be in a year financially? what financial goals do you want? Just like when we're doing the new year's resolution, unfortunately, most people make a resolution. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to do this for that. And then two months down the road, it's long gone and forgotten. And the key here is consistency. You have to make it your own. You have to be consistent at it. Look at it get in the habit. Just look at it daily. Where did I spend my money today? Then as you get more comfortable with that, you can work towards looking at it on a weekly basis. But I won't say do any less than or more than that, because once you do a month, it's out of sight, out of mind, and you're not going to be doing it. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly what you're talking about is okay, I'm, I'm going to tell my age a little bit, but that's okay. Um, we all went through the grunge era. Budgeting's not an era. It's not a fad. It's something that helps you get to where you want to be and to secure what you currently have in place. So like we talked about, that is the foundation of every successful person. A lot of people think, people are born into this world with a silver spoon in their mouth. No, they're not. They're taught how to do this at an early age. Very true. Very So, and on our next episode, Jackie, I know that we're going to go into some of the resources and how to be very careful with the resources because there are scams out there. They want you to put in all your financial information. No, we're going to show you how to avoid those scams. We're going to talk about some of these rules that we've been discussing a little bit today. And you're going to do a um, a recap of everything. And we're actually going to give them, you know, the best places in our opinions to go and be able to access some of these resources.
0: Uh, yes, definitely. And I'm I'm going to tr- challenge everybody to start right now are this week, and start looking at pulling together all your finances that you've done in the last few months, and really looking at it. And then I'm going to challenge you to think of different ways that maybe you could save here or there. Now, we also have a Facebook group that you're all invited to. It is Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You podcast. Come join us there and share with us some of the things that you thought of that would help you to save money or how you can cut corners and move forward.
1: And a lot of the resources that we're talking about will also be available on that Facebook group. And guys, don't forget, we're on all of the major platforms for the podcast and we're also on YouTube. So make sure that you like subscribe and rate us. And guys, next week, we are going to continue our budgeting uh, discussion. So please stay tuned. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. It doesn't matter where you are in life at this moment. We're here to help. If you are a college student, just starting your career or your family, even a seasoned CEO and everything in between. Helping educate you and putting customized plans and strategies in place is our specialty, giving you the ability to control your finances now and prepare for a strong financial future. Don't miss our next episode, where we will continue discussing budgeting and resources. Click the link in our bio to learn more about how we can help you get started on securing your financial future. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Click subscribe to get notifications of what's coming next.
0: Make sure to subscribe
1: and hit the notification bell.